This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide. The heartbeat of Saskatchewan is agriculture, and 620 CKRM is proud to be your source for everything ag. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with your host, Jim Smalley. And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. It's brought to you by Harvard Western Insurance. We don't judge. Here's another reminder to renew your plates today. Visit harvardwestern.com. And brought to you by the Arcola Co-op. You're at home here on Highway 13 in Arcola. Today we talk with Environment Canada about wild weekend weather, including golf ball size hail in East Regina at about 12.30 this morning. We have an update on hail claims up to Friday, which indicate an average summer for crop damage. Real Agriculture talks about range grazing equipment. We have a look at grain movement for the last crop year, and the province highlights flood protection support services for municipalities. The farm weather is in its usual spot. This is Saskatchewan Agriculture today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Johnson's Grain, your first and last stop for grain pricing and crop protection. And brought to you by Farm Fresh Water. They'll make your well water wonderful and your dugout drinkable. Get your Farm Fresh Water today at farmfreshwater.ca. There was wild weather in parts of Saskatchewan during the weekend. Early this morning, East Regina had hail, torrential rain, and strong winds. The five-minute hailstorm hit around 12.30 this morning, but was limited to parts of Regina. Environment Canada meteorologist Natalie Hazel says this morning's fog in Regina could return later. We're expecting a low of 14 uh, tonight, and uh, you know your current dew point is higher than that, So, and we are expecting. There is a chance of showers and a risk of thunderstorms today in the southeastern corner of the province. So yeah, some parts of the Saskatchewan southern central areas could definitely see fog again. I'm not saying that there's a guarantee that you will get fog again, but it wouldn't surprise me if you did. Tell me about weekend storms. Regina had some early this morning around 12.30 for about five minutes. There was some hail in Regina and East Regina, as big as golf balls. What about the weekend storms? What have you heard? So looking first at Saturday, definitely two very busy days this weekend. Saturday, we have hail reports from a variety of places, anywhere from quarter-sized to tennis ball size. That happened at Barrier Lake, so Tennis ball is six centimeters across, so that's quite large. Tooney-sized hail was reported at Burgess and Warman. Looney-sized hail was reported in Borden, McDowell, Hanley, and South Star. And then quarter-sized hail was reported in Hague, Govan, Nokomis, Grunthal, Kipabiskin, and Melfort. With that hail, we saw reports of uh, a lot of cracked windshields in the Barrier Lake area. We also have rain with these systems and uh, reports of flooded roads around Grunthal for the Saturday setup. And we have reports of an uprooted tree in Vonda that fell over and onto and damaged a car. And then we have reports of downed trees, power lines, and toppled grain bins in the Wadena area. So one thing to consider here is if the ground is saturated, you don't need warning criteria winds to topple trees or to uproot them. 
So I think there might have been a, a combination of things associated with that. So these storms produced hail, some wind and some rain, but hail was the main event with respect to severe weather on Saturday. On for yesterday, uh, we really saw things start in the evening and we saw several waves of storms. The first were around supper time, 6, 10 p.m. Central Standard Time. Golf ball-sized hail was reported southeast of Weyburn. 6.30, tennis ball again, tennis ball, five miles east of Weyburn. 7.10 p.m., tennis ball-sized hail near Fillmore this time. And then the second wave around... Starting around midnight or so, we saw the power go out in Regina at 12.30. 12.44 in the morning, we had loony-sized hail out of southeastern Regina, as you were mentioning very specifically. And 12.50 a.m., golf ball-sized in eastern Regina. And then at 3 a.m., we had a report of loony-sized hail in Churchbridge. So certainly in Regina area has gotten quite a bit of precipitation over the last while, which explains why you had fog this morning. So kind of a really busy weekend for a lot of places in Saskatchewan. What's the outlook this coming week for the farming community in rural southern Saskatchewan? So today in southeastern Saskatchewan, we are expecting a chance of showers and a risk of thunderstorm. The risk of severe thunderstorm kind of starts a little bit east of Regina, goes as far north as Hudson Bay, and everyone else in the southeastern corner is in that. It also extends into southwestern Manitoba. That's today and this evening. Then we have another system coming through late on Tuesday or early on Wednesday where we could see some showers and maybe some thunderstorms. And the rest of the time should be mostly sunny and mostly warm. Some parts of the province, in particular the southwestern corner of the province, could be hot enough to also have heat warnings in effect later this week. So that's something to pay attention to. And looking at Regina, we see 30 degrees in the forecast as a daytime high for tomorrow. And again, on Saturday, it may be warmer still on Sunday. So inching closer to warning criteria, but not quite, but still warm. And since it's humid, uh, you will feel it as well. Very important whether there is extra messaging or alerts in effect or not to really pay attention how you are doing and how those around you are doing when we're in somewhat warm or hot conditions. Natalie Hazel is a meteorologist with Environment Canada. Back to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Jim Smalley on 620 CKRM. This portion is brought to you by Prairie 6-inch eavesdrops. An inch makes a big difference. PrairieEavesdrops.ca And your Prairie Co-op Grow Team. Fueling farms, feeding families in Cupar, Ituna, Lipton and Strasburg. Saskatchewan crop damage hail claims are being described as about average this year. This is as of Friday. The CEO of Saskatchewan Municipal Hail Insurance, Rodney Shetler, says hail damage claims total about 3,600 so far this growing season. Claims in general, Jim, I'd say it's an average year. You know, where claim counts, when you look at our book of business, it's right in the middle of the last six years. So I think it's average. What's weird this year is there haven't been too many big storms. 
you know, we'd have an event and then you'd have a bit of a delay. So it's about average in terms of numbers. If we go to the last couple of weeks, July 17 was a big day. It hailed over in the Macklin, bigger area, you know, Davidson, Pangman to Sea Lawn down in there. There's heavy losses down there. Then Balgoni to Glen Avon. And then, you know, the hills took a little bit of a break. Then we got beat up again, July 31st. And that was a big event as well over in the Kindersley to Rush Lake. So it was a big area. Moose Jaw got beat up a bit. And then Unity to Saskatoon. And I understand some of the stuff in the Unity area is pretty heavy. Likewise, some of the stuff just south of Kindersley. So it's kind of been average. And the other thing, Jim, that I'd say is different this year and maybe saving the hail industry a bit is that the crops are about 10 days behind to 14 days in their development. So when the crops are a little more before they dry down and get more mature, so when the seeds are ripening, we tend to have less hail damage. So, so far, the season has been kind to the hail industry, I'd say. Number of claims so far, Rodney? For us, we're pushing the 3,600 mark. So 3,600 claims, which again, is just in the ballpark for us. It's about an average year in terms of numbers. The way I like to look at it more is acres damaged because farms are growing, so we get fewer claims. But So we've got 1.8 million acres damaged, and usually we end up with 2.5 million. Much better than last year then? Actually, a little more activity than last year, but less severity. So last year we had 1.5 million acres damaged, and our payout was twice what it was this year. Just, I'd say the big difference this year is in the severity, and maybe even the staging of the plants, because remember last year it was quite dry, and the crops came in earlier than normal, so they'd have been more advanced, and the loss per claim was much higher last year than this year. So it was probably two and a half times higher last year than this year. So that would be the big story, I'd say, is the severity is less in general. How big were the hailstones this year? Well, you know, that's an interesting one. There's been some big ones, as high as big as golf ball size, and they're actually, actually bigger, Jim, somewhere like baseball, they're telling us. But in our industry, the size of the stone isn't what hurts us. So when it comes to crop, it's a smaller pea to marble with a lot of wind. That's when the hail crop, the crops really get beat up. The big stones hurt property, not so much us. Those stone, those those storms you talked about, July 17th and 31st, were they really widespread and extensive damage? You you indicated, I think, for the most part, the damage is less this year. Yeah, damage is less. So when I talked about those two dates, the 17th and the 31st, the areas hit were large, and the severity is from nothing to 100. And then when you get into the 100 range, it's kind of pockets, but not that big a pocket. So I'd say the biggest stuff is down in that Pangman, Ogama area, there's a big area there that was 100%, and I understand over at the Kindersley area south of there, there's a pocket as well. But most of that is kind of general, Jim. We see that every year in the storms is the center that's beat up really hard, and then it just gets lighter as you go. And then if you go east of Regina, the claims there were pretty light. How's the adjusters doing? Pretty well caught up? Well, that's another interesting story. So our business has been hit now by like all the other industries, you know, lack of staff, it's hard to recruit. So our staff are keeping up, but, you know, they're being tested. So we need more adjusters. So if you've got a way to help me find people, I'd certainly entertain it, Jim. So the team is doing well. You know, they're doing everything they can to keep up. So today I'd say we're caught up, but we're one or two storms away from getting behind. Well, hopefully the harvest will come in and there won't be any more storms. Yeah, well, if I was a betting man, I'd say there'll be more storms, but hopefully you're right and there won't be too many, and we can get through the year unscathed, if you wish. One thing that's hit the industry this year is 
excessive amount of coverage being bought. So it was an unprecedented year for the industry. So farmers bought a lot more coverage than normal. Like our business is up 30%. We planned on writing $3 billion. We're up at $3.8 billion in liability. So I think that's a big story that hasn't been spoke about, spoken about in the industry this year is high commodity prices, high input costs, that put more pressure on the industry in general. Farmers have been buying more coverage than average. In unprecedented times, like we've had record years, record sales in the hail industry this year. Rodney Shetler is the CEO of Saskatchewan Municipal Hail Insurance. Time now for Real Agriculture with Sean Haney. Brought to you in part by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia and Schlamps Integra Tire in Grenfell. Your locally owned Integra Tire dealers on The Source 620 CKRM. This is your realagriculture.com update. Bring the energy of Real Ag Radio to your next customer meeting or conference. From your stage, we'll record an episode in person to inform and provide insight on the latest in agriculture. Email advertising at realagriculture.com to learn more about this unique keynote opportunity. Hey, Kara Ustros here with realagriculture.com. I have here with me Neil Thorsteinson, who is with Range Word Grazing Equipment. We are here today to talk about the uh, the fencer behind you. Do you want to tell me a bit about it? Uh, yeah, this is a machine we call the Razor Grazer. All of our machines are portable solar electric fencing machines. Completely set up to go and fence a half a mile of temporary electric fencing, um, but it's uh, capable to do much more than that, maybe five or 10 miles. The standard equipment on a Razor Grazer is a 50 watt solar panel which charges a heavy duty deep cycle battery, 12 volt battery, and a three joule fencing energizer. We, in this Razor Grazer, we use a Patriot P30 three joule energizer. It comes equipped with 80 step in pigtail posts, Gallagher's pigtail step in, you just push it into the ground. Uh, there's 80 posts, like I said, which is more than you need for half a mile, but we just filled up the post tracks. You can always use a little bit more posts um, and then on the back half of the machine is the electric reel portion of the of the razor grazer which we call the power arm um, it rolls up our half mile roll of power braid reflective rope in about seven minutes and it can also be removed from the body of the razor grazer as well to go in and uh, cross fence independently from from the razor grazer so maybe maybe a producer will perimeter fence a quarter section with the razor grazer and then they'll pull the power arm off the machine to go and cross fence throughout the razor or throughout the quarter section they just cross fence or per perimeter fenced um, in that case when it's running independently it will just uh, run off the power of the pickup truck like you, you install it into the hitch tube of a pickup truck and plug it into the trailer lights um, if you're using it to run the motor uh, if you're using a side-by-side -side or a quad with no trailer lights then the machine comes with a uh, a wiring harness like this one where you just clip it onto the side-by-sides um, battery and run it to the back of the machine to plug the power arm into and and uh, the hitches are, are removable so when you get it to location you can take the hitch off of it and bring it back to the yard with you making making the machine just a little bit trickier to steal we all know rural theft happens another feature is our power hammer ground rod system and this comes with any one of our portable electric fencing trailers and it's a hammer in the ground hammer back out of the ground ground rod you'd hammer it all the way down up to this bar here and clip the ground clamp on it 
attach the power, attach the power lead to the fence, clip the battery clips onto the battery from the energizer, and that's that's all it takes to hook it up. What's the lifespan on those poles? How long do you, are you expected to replace them, or how does that work? Um, the you, you're talking about the fence yeah. posts. Yeah. <clears throat> These ones will last two or three years pretty easily, and it depends on the on the conditions of the ground. Um, and if you're using them in the wintertime for fencing off uh, stubble fields or uh, swath grazing and whatnot, but the things that might happen if you're fencing in rough conditions is this step would possibly bend or break off. Um, but you probably get a couple of years out of them for sure, maybe three or four years. We have upgrades as well, so there's larger diameters of posts with a stronger heavy-duty step-in. Uh, we tr try to recommend these if uh, people are going to be using them for wintertime grazing or just rocky conditions. It's just a little bit more sturdy post. Our Power Shepherd machine over there uh, on the other side of the yard is uh, very similar to the Razor Grazer. In fact, the whole front part of the machine is exactly the same as a Razor Grazer. What we've done is just innovated the back end or the power arm, where the razor grazer is one single strand of power braid reflective rope. Um, the power shepherd is set up to deploy a four strand fence um, and retract four strands of, of the same four strands of fence for sheep and goats. This has been your Real Agriculture update. You can find out more about this issue or many others at realagriculture.water. It's your agri-weather forecast on The Source 620 CKRM. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry, Justin, or Devin at 352-1866. And Moose Jaw Truck Shop, the number one choice for any diesel engine repair. Drop in, no appointment necessary, or visit moosejawtruckshop.com. Today, partly cloudy, 30% chance of showers with risk of a thunderstorm. The high today, 28, the low, 15. Tuesday, sunny, the high, 30. 30% chance of evening showers tomorrow, the low, 16. Wednesday, partly cloudy, the high, 27, the low, 13. Thursday, sunny, the high, 29, the low, 11. Friday, sunny, the high, 27, the low, 11. Saturday, sunny, the high, 30, the low, 13. Sunday, sunny with a high of 31. Normal high is 25. The normal low is 10 degrees. The sun rose at 547 this morning. It sets at 819 tonight. And around the province, the hot spot is Maple Creek at 30 degrees. The cold spot, Key Lake at 18. Estevan is 25. Saskatoon, Swift Current, 26. Weyburn is 22, Yorkton 23. In Regina with sunny skies, it's 25, that's 77 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the north-northwest at 18. Humidity is 59%. The barometric pressure rising 101.7. It's sunny in Moose Jaw, 26. Winds are from the northwest at 17. Once again, Regina, sunny in 25, that's 77 Fahrenheit. This spring, apply pre-emergent Edge Microactive Group 3 herbicide from Gowan Canada before seeding your canola, peas, or lentils. Maximize yield today and manage resistance tomorrow. Always read and follow label directions from Gowan Canada. You're listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Jim Smalley.
This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers. Get fair market value for your assets with an online auction through McDougall Auctioneers. McDougallAuctions.com And brought to you by Pattison Liquid Systems, experts in liquid fertilizer distribution. Fertilizer's just better when it's wetter. Pattison Liquid Systems, expect the best. Canada started a new grain year on August the 1st. The new crop year starts this month. Milk Poyer is with QGI Consulting and monitors the railway's grain movement performance on behalf of the Ag Transport Coalition, a consortium of grain companies and producer organizations. He looks back at week 52 of the crop year, the last week of July. You know, CN at 99%, CP at 95%. It's been pretty consistent, you know, the last three, four months for both railways. I mean, when you look at the numbers, CN and CP are both finishing out the 2021-22 grain year with their best uh, performance run of the entire year. CN finished out hitting 90% order fulfillment or better 13 out of the last 15 weeks and i think they were averaging somewhere around 95 percent a week over that time period and cp uh, was even better than that cp finished out the year with 18 straight weeks above the 90 percent threshold and they were averaging just under 98 percent a week in and week out over that time frame so i mean as painful as winter was and you know everybody who's in this business knows that it was painful because performance was particularly dire from november right through until pretty much the end of march the middle of april after that was behind us you know the railways got their act together so to speak and finished strong always characterized by the fact that volumes were particularly low this year as everybody knows but yeah give them their due uh, once the snow went away they they figured out what they were doing and, and shippers saw the benefit Poirier says improved performance is generally driven by lower volumes and better weather conditions yeah i think that that historically that that statement is accurate i think last year was an exception but that was an exception because of you know, a pretty severe external shock to the system, which was the wildfires in BC, which if you recall happened uh, in July, and that caused problems, uh, particularly for CN in that last four weeks of the previous grain year uh, and into the first couple of weeks of uh, 21-22. But apart from that kind of a shock, and that one was pretty extreme, uh, typically this time of year, it's pretty smooth sailing. I mean, and the problems that the railways tend to run into in the summer uh, tend to be of their own making. You know, their own engineering blocks are getting in the way of trains. And uh, But for the most part, Mother Nature, you know, apart from some sun kinks and whatnot, uh, tends to cooperate. Poirier, Poirier tells us how railway performance was for all three prairie provinces. Yeah, just uh, it was pretty much good and consistent right across the board. The one exception you know, that's probably noteworthy is CP for Alberta shippers. Not a terrible week, but, you know, below their standard, certainly their recent standard, uh, 82% order fulfillment. But when you look at the numbers, you know, it's really what that says is they missed one train order for a shipper going to Vancouver. But when demand is so low, I think in Alberta for CP, it was 600 and some cars for week 52. So you miss one train and, and on a percentage basis, it looks large. But apart from that, uh, both railways were, you know, 96% or better in all provinces and consistent across corridors. So 
as you might expect, they finished out well on the top line, and you can pretty much say the same thing for the provinces. Poirier says the coming year will likely see significantly larger exports of grain, but will have a slow start. Milt Poirier is with QGI Consulting and monitors the railway's grain movement performance on behalf of the Ag Transport Coalition. His comments come from the Grain by Train podcast, produced by Pulse Canada, a member of the Ag Transport Coalition. You're tuned to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today on The Source 620 CKRM. This segment of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And Arcola Building Supplies, small town lumberyard, big on service. ArcolaBuildingSupplies.com Saskatchewan Water Securities Agency Minister Jeremy Cockrell is reminding municipalities of the annual transition from the Emergency Flood Damage Reduction Program to the Flood Damage Reduction Program for the remainder of the fiscal year. The transition moves from the emergency focus towards long-term flood mitigation projects. Applications from municipalities will be accepted until September 15th. Cockrell says the measures help address emergencies before they arise, saving communities money and additional stress during during an emergency. Last year, the village of Labrette, for example, received $32,000 in funding to support to initiate flood protection engineering for the municipality. The Water Security Agency is investing up to $500,000 in the flood reduction programs for the coming year. The Market Updates with Jim Smalley on The Source, 620 CKRM. Market Update brought to you by Freeze Tom and Lumber. Go from backyard blah to backyard beautiful with landscaping products from Freeze Tallman in Regina and Fort Capel. And Sass Pork working on behalf of Saskatchewan hog producers and our community. Grain prices were showing downward movement in early trading. Viterra prices for canola fell $24 at $777.42. Flax declined $15 at $627.67. Number one red spring wheat went down $486 at $379.73. The rest were unchanged. Durham, $408.62. Feed barley, $272.87. Chickpeas nine twenty five ninety five, lentils seven thirty one fifty, oats two ninety six fifty three, yellow peas four forty two eighty nine, and feed wheat two ninety nine fifty six. At Minneapolis, September spring wheat fell thirteen and a half cents at nine oh six a bushel. It's the livestock reports on the source six twenty CKRM. The Livestock Quotes are brought to you by the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. Call Weyburn, 842-4574. Now, the latest Livestock Quotes. Good afternoon, everyone. This is Lee bringing the market board direct from Heartland and Swiftcourt. We had 450 cattle on offer last week. Everything's hold steady. Just a note here, a regular sailor every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Here are the quotations. They wanted two cows were $1.10 to $1.15. Odd high yielding cow up to $1.20. All the cows averaged a dollar nine. These three cows, 80 to a dollar. Good bulls, $1.25 to $1.45.50. Medium bulls, 75 to a dollar. Hefferets, 115 to 135. Big open half for the thousand twelve hundred pounds, one thirty five to one fifty five. Good little steer calves, three to four hundred pounds or two forty five to three bucks. Little heifer calves, three to four hundred pounds or two twenty to two forty five. Good day and good marketing. 
And now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Um, so 5,100 hogs Friday. Selling a range of 267 to $284 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 7,700 head. Selling a range of 268 to $284 per CKG. Hemp's cash hog price today is mixed and four contract prices open lower this morning. On Friday, the Canadian dollar is down 18 basis points with the daily exchange at 1.2783. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 77.53 cents US. Daily U.S. cash prices are mixed to start marketing week 33, with the negotiated Western Corn Belt pulling back $2.17, while the national basis improved $0.37 cents U.S. 100 weight relative to the previous day. At 2.338 million head, U.S. processing improved only 0.2% compared to a week ago, but it came in lower compared to every other metric. An estimated 29,000 head on Saturday was one of the lowest Saturday ships on record for the marketing week, but 2021 saw a similar move before trending higher into the fall. For now, the seasonal uptick and slaughter is yet to materially surface. On Friday, August Lean Hog Futures contract reached expiration close at the highest level for the month, including the 2014 and 2021 marketing years. All eyes now turn to the October Futures contract, which became the front month contract this morning. At over $100, the October contract is among the highest for this marketing week, only being outperformed by 2014. In the meantime, producers can lock in the fourth quarter for the highest floral contract values on record, and all contract time periods remain historically strong in the present marketing environment. This is the Saskatchewan Resource Report on 620 CKRM. Here's Jim Smalley. Now the Resource Report, brought to you by Second Look Online Auction. Visit 2ndlookonlineauction.com to see what's up for bid. And brought to you by Western Ag Professional Agronomy. If you want to make cropping decisions with confidence, visit growmoreprofit.com. Stats Canada says manufacturing sales fell 0.8% to $71.8 billion in June as the petroleum and coal product sector helped lead the way down. The move lower came as sales fell in eight of the 21 industries tracked by the agency and followed a 1.1% drop in May. Stats Canada says sales in the petroleum and coal industry fell 7.8% in June as concerns over the global economic slowdown led to lower demand for energy products and contributed to the lower sales. Wood product sales fell 7.2% in June, while aerospace product and parts dropped 16.8%. Meanwhile, sales of motor vehicles rose 13.8%. Overall, sales in constant dollars edged up 0.1% in June. On the markets, the TSX is down 18 points to 20,161. The Dow has risen 153 points to 33,914. Oil has fallen $3.06 at 89.03 per barrel. The Canadian dollar is at 77.60 cents U.S. That's the resource report. If you missed any segment of the show, tune in to the on-demand Saskatchewan Agriculture Today podcast. Brought to you by Gowan Canada. Gowan Canada understands the challenges growers face and takes pride in finding effective crop protection solutions. Visit GowanCanada.com to learn more. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. You've been listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Jim Smalley on 620 CKRM. If you missed any of today's broadcast, download the podcast now online at 620CKRM.com. Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, following the 12 o'clock news on your voice for everything ag. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-emergent herbicide.